This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. We have a lot to recap this week. We are into the final week now, the WHL trade deadline. It opened with two blockbuster moves. Wenatchee trading World Junior forwards Connor Kiki to the Swift Current Broncos. Matt Savoy to the Moose Jaw Warriors. We'll have reaction in moments from Warriors GM Jason Ripplinger and with Wenatchee GM Bliss Littler. As Wenatchee picks up 14 pieces in the two deals to restock the draft cupboards. Prince George Cougars may not be done after a couple of moves to acquire veterans. General Manager, Head Coach Mark Lamb stops by. Spokane Chiefs forward Chase Berthelet is the Tempo WHL Player of the Week. He pops by for a chat and the WHL Goaltender of the Month for December, Chase Witzke of the Red Deer Rebels. He'll close out the show. First up, the Moose Jaw Warriors making a big splash this week, acquiring Matt Savoy from the Wenatchee Wild, fresh off his appearance with Canada at the World Juniors. Jason Ripplinger, the general manager of the Moose Jaw Warriors, was half of this deal to make it all work with the Wenatchee Wild. He joins us on the line. Jason, first of all, you have to be, uh, I don't know what the what the feeling is, relieved, ecstatic, uh, as you pull a move like this off that does not involve any of your roster players going back. It has to be a good feeling. Yeah, no, it's a great day. It's an exciting day for for the organization and the city of Moose Jaw to to pull off a deal like that and without giving up any roster players. It's it's big for this year and it uh, you know it helps for next year as well. When you pull a move like this off, it is probably a lot of back and forth uh, with the other general manager here. This deal probably in the works here for a few weeks. Take me through the timeline. Yeah, no, we started talking probably right before right before Christmas. Uh, you know, I reached out to to Bliss just to let him know that we had some interest in uh, in Matthew Savoy, and if there's something there that we could uh, make a fit, uh, we could uh, maybe make a deal. What are you getting? Do you think in Matt Savoy? Well, I think we're obviously getting a world class hockey player, but uh, you know, I was able to talk to Matthew today great kid uh, he's going to bring us some character and some grit and some scoring and uh, well, obviously we played them in the last two years in the playoffs and you know obviously it was a player that uh, you wanted on your team this is a move that excites fan bases uh it's a move where you add a, a marquee player who has just featured you know on national tv the last couple of weeks here uh is the goal to energize the fans and say hey let's let's rally around these moves we've made and try and win a championship and and give this fan base a a reason to uh get excited and get to the rink yeah for sure it's our 40th year anniversary here and i've obviously challenged our our salespeople to to make sure that we take advantage of the situation of having all these world junior players on our team, and um, this doesn't come around very often. And here's our chance to you know to try to win a championship. I guess the joke now will be that uh, your third jersey might be the uh, the Team Canada sweater here, but uh, uh, you add, of course, the the three already players that were at World Juniors representing the Moose Jaw Warriors. This isn't the only big move you've made. Like you pulled a significant deal with the Moose Jaw Warriors to. Uh, Add a uh, some some grit in Kovacevic and add a defenseman in Wojtek Port. What was the the thought behind that move, Jason? Yeah, that move there. I just thought uh, we were maybe lacking a little bit of uh, with a little bit of grit with the Kovacevic, and uh, he was a player that Edmonton didn't really want to trade. But uh, when you offer something uh, that it's hard to refuse, uh, you know, Kurt and I were able to to make a deal, and with Port. Uh, I, there's another reason we were maybe short on the defense, and I thought we could uh, make our top four a lot better. And 
and he came came available so you know we were able to work out some picks and we were able to get the deal done you weren't the general manager in 2017 in Musha, but this definitely has a, a feel of that with, you know, the Warriors uh, making big moves, the Swift Current Broncos making big moves. The only difference this time around is that the playoff format is different. Um, you know, you got the Saskatoon Blades uh, right there uh, as well, making big moves here. This is going to be a very exciting stretch run in, in WHL playoffs because the road will have to go through, you know, one or two of those teams in order to win the eastern conference yeah absolutely uh, you know the parity in our in our league is is, is phenomenal and i think uh, in our division here there's you know the first round is going to be hard to get out of but uh you know that's uh we're we're built to try to make the playoffs which which i'm assuming we will and we better and uh I think, uh, you know, our first round matchup is, uh, you know, it's going to be a test for us as well. Yeah, big time for sure. We are sitting here, we're speaking in the afternoon of January the 4th. We're six days out, almost uh, exactly six days out. You've done some massive moves already, and the question has to be asked, are you done? I don't think you're ever done until until the deadline's over. Um, you're always looking to in, in, to improve your team, Um you know, obviously, you have to sit down and start uh, managing your your picks and see what years you still have picks in and stuff. And and we still got a lot of uh, late, late round picks and, and mid round picks. Over the years, we've been uh, you know getting more picks from just trading guys here and there, and uh, we're able to uh, you know to bank some and uh, and able to use some this year too. Well, it's a it's a great uh, body of work to to get the players in. You have uh, what's the weekend set up like? Can you get Matt Savoy in this weekend? Yeah, no, he's gonna. He'll be here probably around the the deadline, as will uh, uh and uh, and Jaeger as well. So we're just giving them a little bit of a break here, so they're nice and fresh and ready to go. Hey, certainly exciting times uh, in the friendly city. Uh, appreciate you doing this here for our show, and uh, best of luck down the stretch. We'll be following the Warriors. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Bliss Littler, the general manager of the Wenatchee Wild, probably making bittersweet deals this week involving his star players, Matt Savoy and Connor Geeky, returns 14 pieces and joins us on the line. Bliss, uh, I use the word bittersweet. How are you feeling today? Well, that's that's probably a good way to put it. Um, my my first uh, two calls this morning, well, Connor Geeky called me right away uh around eight this morning. And I talked to Matt right after that. And I, I tell you that, uh, they're not just great players, just quality, quality people. Um, my 30 plus years in the business, uh, you know, have had to trade a decent amount of players, but, uh, how those two handled it, um, they're pros and, uh, it shows they're just classy kids. We spoke in November, Bliss, and you were contemplating, you know, doing this. And we've talked about, you know, the the draft cupboards you were left with from the franchise coming from Winnipeg here. At what point did you say, okay, uh, this is the direction we have to go? Well, about a week before Dave Dwight bought the team, and uh, at that point, looking at what was in the cupboards, and you find out that a lot of teams do kind of kind of sell the 
tell the future a little bit, and Winnipeg may have taken it a bit to the extreme, but um, at that point is when it really hits you that, uh, you know, at this, you're going to have to have a plan to get some of those picks back or, you know, we'll be rotten for five, six years. And, um, you know, and so it, it really never, never let, leaves the back of your head that it's always there. And I would say middle of November is when things heated up with, uh, there's probably four or five teams that tried to get in the mix. And the first two weeks, you know, the offers weren't that great. Um, we knew that they'd get better. And then when they, you know, you got to early to the early December, around the 10th, I suppose, when the kids were leaving for World Junior, it really heated up. And at that point, you just, you, when, what people were offering, you just, you had to do it. Um, I think we got, in the next four years, we've recovered since the start of the year. We have 37 of, of our 40 picks. You know, if there's 10 in each year, we've got 37 of them back with, I think, six players also. So, I, again, I, I think we, we, we knew we had to do it. It's, it's just uh, you, you wanted to have the benefit of them here as long as possible so you could show the fans what the truly elite players in the Western Hockey League look like and what they give them something to look forward to um, in the future. Let's let's take nothing away from the team you still have there. You're in a great position this season still. Uh, it, it may be tough to hold on to second overall, but you have to feel that you're a playoff team. Uh, you could potentially be a home ice in the first round team here still. And, uh, you know, you have to rally up the troops here and, and try to give it a go the rest of the year. Yeah. You know, I, I've looked at the schedule and, and uh, we're still scheduled. We're, st- we're, we're still playing and, um, you know, we have, we have an opportunity that, uh, yeah, we've, we, we've lost arguably two of the best players in the league and, um, but we have, we, we have a pretty good hockey club still. Uh, you know, I, I think there's, there's a, a chance that we stay healthy, get a little, you know, get a little lucky, a bounce here or there, you know, maybe we can get home ice, uh, but, but definitely, um, want to make the playoffs and, let our fans experience what the Western Hockey League is during the playoffs and, and move forward from there. So we're definitely not throwing the towel in. Uh, anyone that thinks that that's what we're doing, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're definitely shooting to, to try to get home ice and um, win as many hockey games as we can. Boy, it's been a whirlwind time here for you. Maybe you get a chance to catch your breath, uh, but we appreciate you uh, giving us the goods here on the show this week. And uh, best of luck moving forward. Can't wait to run into you later this season down in Wenatchee. Thanks a lot. Sounds good, John. In the corners and around the boards, the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Prince George Cougars have made a pair of moves to bolster their Western Conference leading roster. This despite losing top forward Cohen Zemer to a long-term injury. I asked Cougars GM and head coach Mark Lamb the timeline on Zemer's return. Well, it, it, it's still up in the air. Um, I think there's some, you know, some better news than we we first thought. And um, we he's down in LA. He was down in LA. He got the surgery down there. He's going to go back, uh, which is a lot of help for us. Getting that surgery really early uh, could probably get him back in the in the lineup this year. And he's in good spirits. Uh, you know, one of those 
you know, fluky injuries. You're going in there to stick up for a teammate, and it happened. And it happened to one of our best players, so we just got to deal with it. I know down the stretch, I held my breath every time a player went down. Uh, you're thinking about playoffs and Memorial Cup. Um, the Blazers, for the most part, were, were able to stay healthy. But but as a coach and GM, like, uh, first of all, you're thinking about the player, the kid. But, but it's like, you know, one injury can really change a lot of plans sometimes. It, it does. And, you know, especially when it's a high-end player like that and you're, you know, you're fitting pieces in and you're you're looking to the future uh, you know especially this year moving on into the into the second half here and you know you can't replace Cohen Zemer um, just like you can't replace anybody's you know top three guys or top two D you just don't replace those guys and and you got to do it as a committee. Trade deadline's coming up. You pulled another one out of the hat in the bargain bin for a third-round pick in Chase Pauls, a 20-year-old D-man. Why Chase Pauls? And that's a great price, uh, and uh, I'm sure he'll add to it. But what was the, the thought there? Well, it uh, I've been watching him for a few, a few years. He's 20-year-old, so you watch those guys, and, and it, you're always looking for a fit. To your hockey team, we got uh, we got some guys back there that can move the puck and really skate. And uh, you know, I thought we needed more size and just more of a stay-at-home guy. Right-handed shot really helps too. You know, if I'm a general manager and you're looking for a, a you know a mid-upgrade, I'm probably not picking up the phone if I see your number. I think back to Chase Wheatcroft. I think back to Zach Funk and how you were able to turn those two players, uh, you know, basically into 50 goal guys. At least uh, that's the pace. That uh, well, 60 goals is the pace here for Zach Funk right now. But uh, you've been able to kind of pull some diamonds out of a rough for a lower price. Well, they, you know, the, these players are always good hockey players, and, and experience means a lot. And uh, like I say, when you look for fits, uh, you know, guys that can play with, you look at chemistry. And, you know, I was talking about Paul's last year, you know, quite a bit. And, and he was even more intriguing this year, you know, when we started getting going. And, um, you know, talked to Peter, and, you know, he was over in Europe and talked to his son, and we made it happen. Now there's eyes on you to perhaps pull a big move off, and I'm not sure how big we're talking because you've talked in the past how you're not really, you know, wanting to do what you know some other teams have done as far as assets go and, and two and three first rounders for picks here. But I'm sure you're still eyeing something um, that could be large. Where are you as we get closer to the deadline, Mark? Well, I'm I'm, I'm looking at everything uh, for sure. You know, you yeah, you're looking at the prices and stuff. Where you know. You know, we look at that, but we're not scared to jump in if we think it's a really good fit and it's going to help our team, that's for sure. And, you know, the players that we're hearing, uh, you know, the players that you hear, that I hear, the top guys in the league, uh, those prices are, are big and, and you, better, you better make the right decisions. Now, in Prince George back in 2016, you weren't there yet, but they really pushed all in, and it's really taken them until last year, you know, with your your guidance to get them back on track and be a contender again here. Is there thought of, we don't want to go through that again? Well, I'm sure a lot of people in Prince George might feel like that, right? So, you know, I was, you know, I, I watched that too. You know, I, I seen what they did, and, uh, you know, you can get really excited about your team, you know, sometimes, and then you can get really down on your team sometimes. So, uh, you know, there's a balance there. Um, we put a lot of work into building it up. Um, we, we think we have those players on our team, the star players. There, there's nothing wrong with that in another one, but... Um, chemistry is very important also. If you have a really good room um, and the guys really get along, it means a lot. Okay, well, we'll be watching to see what happens here by January 10th. And thanks for doing this. All right, anytime. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week.
Hey, the Tempo WHL Player of the Week is a player that can absolutely fly. He's 20-year-old Chase Berthelet. And speaking of uh, flying, the uh, Spokane Chiefs are all the way out uh, in the prairies to kick off a Central Division road trip. That's where we catch up with Chase as the Tempo WHL Player of the Week. Chase, real good run. You're on personally, right? Six goals, uh, a couple of game winners, 10 points overall last week. Uh, You guys uh, get it done, uh, and uh, you seem to be on a roll right now. Yeah, our whole team is uh, is just buzzing right now. I know um, we uh, we wanted to come off in the second second half here and start start off hot. So um, we're all just very happy with the way we're uh, we're playing right now, and I think that's contributing to uh, a little bit of an individual success as well. You're 20 now. You've seen some things. Like you've been around a little bit here. You were in Winnipeg. You're in Spokane. You you've had a chance to play. You know, on a top line with with Berkeley Catton and Connor Roulette for for a lot of the season here. So you know, this is I guess this is your time right now. Yeah, I, I know those 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 two guys. Uh, as you mentioned, they're, they're pretty special players. Um, it's been a it's been a lot of fun playing with them. In my uh, I know I played with Berth the last uh, year and a half here, but. Uh, with Rue, I think that's just a, a great addition to our line, and I think um, we're uh, we're making some noise. So, what about your stretch here? Uh, in fact, actually, I look back further; it's twenty points in your last nine games. You go on to Tri City for a rivalry game, New Year's Eve, and you put up eleven. Take me back to that night and how you guys got it done. Yeah, well, it, we knew it was going to be a, a hard battle against Tri City the night before. We uh, we beat them in in our rink, but. Uh, we knew we needed every line going, and uh, that's exactly what happened. I think one through one through four, everyone was contributing, and uh, as I think there was almost our whole team were, were on the score sheet, which I guess doesn't really matter. But uh, it's it's huge when everyone's uh, everyone's doing their part, and that's that's how you win games. Nothing like going into Tri City and ruining New Year's Eve, that's for sure. But uh, uh, take me through where you guys are at right now. We catch up. You're in Swift Current. You're about to kick off uh, that Central Division road swing here. This has to be exciting here for your group. Uh, you can be the tour guide. You used to play out in that conference, so must be uh, a nice ten days ahead here for you. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. We get to go play in those uh, NHL arenas in Calgary, Edmonton. Uh, it'll be a new experience for. Um, most of the team, I'd I'd be, I'd be sure of. So uh, I think we're we're just super pumped. Uh, it's always fun being on the road with the guys, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, kick off the trip to a good start tomorrow night. Got the Broncos there to start. Uh, no doubt that you know you you play these games, you, you have an expectation of how well you want to do. What what's a good road trip? Do you think Chase for the Spokane Chiefs? What what's the number? I'd say we want to win them all. Like that'd be that'd be ideal obviously but uh i think we're just uh, the only thing we can focus on is playing as, as hard as we can and working as hard and hopefully the outcome uh comes our way so you mentioned you started off the second half well uh i, I know spokane's in a battle to make the playoffs how important is it to get in you know not only for that younger group but but for you too uh, a guy that you know this is your last kick at it yeah i think uh obviously uh as a as a 20 year old i want to play in the playoffs play uh play some good hockey and and not just play in the playoffs, but uh, make a run and, and get past the first couple of rounds. Um, I know for the team, for the next couple of years, this playoff experience will be uh, be huge for them for uh, the upcoming year. So, 
Well, good stuff. I know that uh, it's been a lot of fun there in Spokane, and you know you're trying to be one of the leaders on the team this year. And and what a great uh, stretch you you've had as the Tempo WHL Player of the Week. And enjoy that run. You're, you're the closest point to home right now, right? The the Paw Manitoba. Uh, I don't know if you can get oh, yeah. some, some family out from the Paw to to watch you on this road trip or not this this week ahead. Yeah, there's a couple coming down, buddies and some family members. So. All right, well, hey, enjoy it, and uh, enjoy that final big, long road trip of your WHL career, and congratulations on the run you're on right now. Yeah, thank you so much. Red Deer Rebels goaltender Chase Whiskey has got his team right back in the battle for home ice advantage in the Eastern Conference. He is the WHL goaltender of the month after a sensational December. Troy Gillard has more. Chase Whiskey, congratulations on being named the WHL's uh, goaltender of the month. That has to be uh, pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's uh, something that you always work forward, look forward to, and yeah, it's good. Just what can you say about the the way your game ha- has come around here uh, in the last two months in particular? Yeah, no, uh, I've starting to play with more confidence that now I'm playing, and you know, it's been good. And me and Stoles, we've been helping each other out and building confidence for each other and battling against each other in practices. It's been good. Now, it didn't quite start out well for you this year. You kind of had to find your footing a little bit. Uh, was there a, a particular turning point that uh, you can look back at and say that uh, it kind of flipped in the right direction for you? Yeah, I don't know. It's been uh, ever since uh, the Sask road trip when I went and seen some family and kind of got my confidence going, and it was good there. And ever since then, I think I've started to play my way, and it's been good. So when Chase Witzke's having a, a good night between the pipes, which is obviously on a, a fairly regular basis now, what's going well for you? Yeah, I don't know, just kind of smiling like Coach said and ha- doing my thing. It's been good. You seem like a very technical sound goaltender, so obviously you're putting a lot of work into that too. Yeah, no, Goro, he's been helping us lots, and it's been good. He's been kind of cracking down on us and helping us out lots. You started the year with uh, three goaltenders, you, Kyle Kelsey, and Rhett Stos. Now it's just you and Rhett Stos. Was that a big vote of confidence for you in that regard as well? Yeah, when I was three, you know, he kind of had to be the guy that was working that extra bit to try and stay here. And now that it's just me and Stos, it's been, it's been good. We're definitely a tandem that likes to do the same thing, so it's always a good thing. And Stos is a pretty good dude. You guys have a lot of fun working with each other. Oh, yeah, Stos, he's awesome. The ultimate definition of a, a friendly competition between you two? Oh, yeah, for sure. Just how much fun is it, Chase, also playing behind this really strong defensive club with the guys you have in front of you? Yeah, no, it's awesome. The guys have uh, their help out lots, getting guys out of, in front of the net and getting us to be able to see the puck, so it's been good. And obviously, Chase, you're a draft-eligible net miner, so uh, the fact that you're able to string all these strong performances uh, together has to speak well for you in, the, in that regard. Yeah, no, you kind of just got to, everybody knows that uh, the draft's coming up and everybody wants to put on the best show for them. But, you know, just got to play your game and do your thing. It's been great watching you so far, Chase. Congratulations, WHL Goaltender of the Month for December. Thank you. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests and Troy in Red Deer for his help. Next week, we'll have a full trade deadline recap show as it passes Wednesday. We'll look at some of the big moves the contenders pull off. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening.